Chapter 64 of History of the Norwegian People, Volume 1 by Knut Gershet. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. King Sverre's Immediate Successors When Sverre died, his only living son, Haakon Sverreson, ascended the throne. Sigurd, Haakon's older brother, who died some time previous, left a young son, Guthorm, but no attempt was made to secure for him any share in the kingdom. The principle that the realm should be ruled by a single king was thus tacitly accepted by all. On his deathbed, Sverre had written a letter to his son, in which he advised him to bring about a reconciliation with the church, and Haakon invited the bishops, who were still staying in Denmark, to meet him for the purpose of arraying a satisfactory settlement. The bishops gladly accepted the offer, as they were tired of living in exile, and the archbishop even revoked the interdict without awaiting the permission of the pope. An agreement was reached, the terms of which were embodied in a proclamation issued by the king, but this document was couched in a language so vague that it is impossible to determine definitely what concessions were made by either side. It is quite clear, however, that the king did not recede from the position taken by Sverre, except on minor points, while the bishops were required to swear allegiance to him as their lawful sovereign. The clergy seem to have been anxious to bring about a reconciliation on almost any terms. The Bogler party had been so weakened by defeats that they could have little hope of success if the struggle were renewed, and they learned to their sorrow that the dreaded weapons of the Pope, excommunication and interdict, had been of little real aid. The clergy ceased to oppose the king, and kept aloof from future struggles for the throne. The Bogler, who were still led by the doughty Bishop Nicholas, became a political faction, and their conflict with the Berkebeiner lost all real significance. While Hawkins Ferrison lived, the Bagler did not attempt any new uprising, as his right to the throne could not be questioned, but his peaceful reign was cut short by a sudden death on New Year's Day, 1204. Hawkins Ferrison was thought to have died childless, and his brother Sigurd's four-year-old son, Guthorm, was chosen king. Hawkins Galen, son of King Sverre's sister Cecilia, a brave warrior and dashing noble, was made regent during his minority. The Bogler party now thought that the opportunity had come for them to regain their lost power. Bishop Nicholas sought to persuade them to place his nephew, Philip Simonson, on the throne, but he was merely a noble, and they chose instead the pretender Erling Steinweg, who claimed to be an illegitimate son of Magnus Erlingson, and Philip Simonson was elevated to the rank of Jarl. Thereby, the Bugler also repudiated the constitution of 1164, which excluded illegitimate sons from the throne. King Valdemar the Victorious of Denmark promised to aid Erling on condition that he should acknowledge him as suzerain. He came to Tunsberg with a fleet of 360 ships in 1204, and Erling Steinvog, Philip Simonsen, and the rest of the Bugler chieftains, true to their unpatriotic policy of former years, did homage to him as their overlord. Valdemar gave him 35 war vessels and returned to Denmark. This might have seriously endangered Norwegian independence, but Valdemar's wars with the Wends, and his campaigns in northern Germany, so completely absorbed his attention that he took no steps to maintain his supremacy over any part of Norway. Guttorm Sigurdsson died in August, and as the Berkebeiner would not recognize Erling Steinvag, a new king had to be chosen. A posthumous son, Haakon, had in the meantime been born to Haakon Sverreson by Inga of Vartag, probably in the month of June. 
but this was not yet known, and the choice fell on Inge Bardsson, a son of King Sverre's sister Cecilia. His half-brother, Hakon Galen, was made jarl and commander of the army, and one half of the royal income should fall to him. The struggle between the Berkebeiner and the Bogler was renewed. The Berkebeiner, who had Sverre's fleet, were the stronger party, but they nevertheless suffered heavy losses. In 1206 the Bogler surprised and took Trondheim, and captured their whole fleet. Many of the leading Berkebeiner fell, and King Inge Bardsson barely escaped being taken prisoner. When Erling Steinweg died at Christmas time, 1206-1207, Philip Simonson was proclaimed king by the Bagler. They captured Bergen twice and destroyed the Sverreborg, but their campaigns were mere raids undertaken at favorable moments when the Berkebeiner were stationed in other parts of the country. After years of bloodshed and destruction of property, neither side had any signal advantage to its credit. Both parties finally tired of this bloody feud, in which both were losers, and a peace was concluded in the summer of 1208 at Fittingsee. Philip received Viken as a fief, for which he did homage to Inge Bardsson as his overlord, and Ronrique was placed directly under King Inge. Thereby the independence and integrity of Norway was assured. Nothing seems to have been said about what title Philip was to bear, but he retained his royal seal and continued to call himself King Philippus. He received Sverre's daughter Christina in marriage, and their wedding was celebrated in Oslo in 1209. When the civil wars had been terminated by the Peace of 1208, friendly relations were established with Denmark, and both parties united in an expedition to the Orkneys, where Jarl Harald Madudson had made himself independent and had re-established his authority over the Shetland Islands. His sons, David and Jon, who were now Jarls, submitted without resistance, and they were allowed to retain the Orkneys on the condition that a great part of their income was granted to the king of Norway. King Ragnvald Gudrudsen of Man and the Hebrides, who had thrown off all allegiance, was also forced to submit. He went to Norway, swore fealty to King Inge, and promised to pay tribute. Such military expeditions furnished a welcome employment for the hosts of idle warriors who would have been a source of disturbance and danger in a period of peace. After the expedition returned from the Orkneys, many went on a crusade to Palestine under the leadership of the Bogler chieftain Rydar Sendemand, and Peter Staper, a nephew of King Sverre. Staper died on the way, but Rydar reached the Holy Land. Later he entered the service of the emperor at Constantinople, where he died in 1214. During the last years of his pontificate, Pope Innocent III preached another general crusade in all the countries of Western Europe. Many leading men in Norway took the cross, and King Inge, who was too ill to leave home, promised to send ships and warriors to aid the crusaders, but he died in Trondheim, April 23, 1217, before the Fifth Crusade had commenced. End of chapter 64